Welcome from God's Acre to our Monday morning message, a podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan, offered by the Reverend Dr. Stephen Chapin Garner. At the end of the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, we get a fairly long discourse from Jesus on uh, anxiety and stress and worry. He says to the crowds before him, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. So to follow Jesus means at some level to dismiss anxiety. Uh, Do not worry, fear not, do not be afraid are versions of one of the most common and consistent commands in the Bible. You know, the frequency of these commands in the Bible seem to indicate that worry and stress and anxiety have been plaguing the human spirit for a very, very long time. The problem, of course, is, is that simply telling or commanding chronically anxious people not to worry is not particularly helpful. In fact, when we have something that we're deeply concerned about, well founded or not, Being told not to stress about it can actually be acutely annoying. An admonition not to worry can actually seem dismissive of someone's concerns. But Jesus' fairly extensive teaching about worry is not merely an attempt to ease anxiety. It's actually an encouragement. It's not an attempt to ease anxiety. It's an encouragement to trust. What Jesus is saying here is don't worry, trust God. That is the divine imperative for our earthly living. As sermon illustrations, Jesus pointed out the constancy and provision of the created order. Consider the birds of the air and the flowers of the field. They have everything they need and they don't seem to be beset by stress. If God can take care of all creation, then we need to trust that the Lord can take care of us. So Jesus' teaching isn't particularly dismissive of worry. It's not chastising us for needless anxiety. No, it's an encouragement to trust that the Lord of the universe can supply what we need. Now, Jesus does, however, make a suggestion that ventures beyond trust to action. And this is wonderful. Jesus offers one of the best antidotes to anxiety. You see, stress and worry have a way of paralyzing us, whereas meaningful work can get us moving again. See, activity is Jesus' suggested antidote to anxiety. He says, strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's the way Jesus phrased it. Uh, Don't worry. Nope. Instead, work for the kingdom. Don't live fearfully. Live righteously. Don't, Don't get anxious. Just 
get actively doing the work of God in the world. Do that and everything has a way of falling into place. Jesus says you can take your mind off your worries by fully engaging in God's work. If you've ever tried it, you know it's true. The antidote to fretful anxiety is righteous activity. So the question I want you to think about today is is what worries you most? What worries you most and why? And as far as a practice, when you begin to sense that, that worry is crowding your mind, choose instead to get active. Exercise, uh, make a meal for your family, get out, take a walk, call a friend out of the blue to see how they're doing. Or, or if you're able, sign up for a day of service or a mission trip with your school, employer, or church. Even if it's not going to happen right away, put it on the calendar and plan for it. Let's pray. Lord, when we sit idly, we find ourselves easily ensnared by worry. When we get active and when we pursue the righteousness you call us to, Lord, anxiety has a way of dissolving from our hearts and minds. So Lord God, help us to occupy our minds and our lives with your work so that our living doesn't get overcome by our worry. Help us to trust in you as well. In Jesus' name, amen. To learn more about the Congregational Church of New Canaan and to connect with the messages and the ministries of our church, visit us at www.godsacre.org. God bless you, and have a wonderful week.